Welcome back to System and Disturbia, the podcast where we all desync horribly and it's all Verizon's fault. This is Brent. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Pete. So if we come across as a little grumpy, it's because we just wasted 35 minutes of recording because Verizon decided it'd be a good idea to make me start getting like 4,000 millisecond latency. So I'm not happy about that. And I suppose that, you know, the two co-hosts aren't happy about that either. Are you guys happy about I that? I don't really care one way or the other. Jaytoff seems to be the one that's, you know, the most concerned. Yeah, I've got a lot of things to do tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like so many what? I've got to go clean my car out and take the recycling out and finish some dishes and clean up the kitchen because my mom's coming to visit. Uh, that's... Oh, all right. That's, uh... The, the statements that I have, I probably shouldn't say, actually. <laughs> um, I'm just going to go ahead and not say anything. That's probably the best course of action. Okay, yeah. but I, I'm fixed now, right, guys? It seems I, like I, it for right a second. So. Okay, yeah. Like, like we're, we hesitate to say, like, it's fixed because, like, it would be fixed and then, like, not be fixed the next second. But whatever. Here's hoping so, this, this is going to be good. Okay, so, so what is everyone drinking? I am drinking Crown Royal Northern Harvest Rye. Per a recommendation from a friend. I don't usually drink Canadian whiskey, but I'm giving it a chance, and it's pretty good. Sweet. You you are all about this given thing, giving it a chance phrase. I've noticed. Yeah, I'll try anything once. <laughs> no, yes, but he will. But like on Twitter, yes, like you're will. always like, oh, you know, just glad I gave it a chance and all that other stuff. So no, that was <laughs> you're thinking of a different phrase. Okay, sure. Anyways, I'm drinking Bullet Bourbon 10. And I have Glenlivet Founders Reserve. It's a 12-year-old, but still, you know, pretty good. Fantastic. So, we'll be talking about a... Okay, so the good news is, you guys missed the argument we had about whether it's primer or primer. Oh, God. But we learned... No, 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 hold on, hold on. It's okay, it's okay, because now we know, Peyton. Now we know. Yeah, we know that it's primer. No, that's not. God damn, you didn't learn anything. Even when you look it up, up, you don't learn. Would you shut up? That's God the American pronunciation. That is the American pronunciation. The British pronunciation is primer. Oh, are you goddamn I pronounce Brit it now? the British way. Peyton pronounces it the British way. Jathan pronounces it the American way. Yeah, because I'm a wrong. fucking American. We're all wrong Decent, and we're all right. knowledgeable human beings pronounce it the proper way, which is primer. I also I also spell color with a U, Jathan. Does that trigger I do you? not do that yeah. because I'm American. And your <laughs> teeth are crooked and you probably eat fish and chips and drink shitty beer. Hey, I like fish and chips. I don't, don't, like I don't eat fish and chips all that much. And when I do drink beer, it's either like American beer, which is just inherently shitty, or it's like craft beer, which is usually not, all not shitty. Beer so is... Maybe not okay. so much. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I'm I do what I it's my sexy body. I my point being, want. you're making you're making some disgusting stereotypes, Jathan, and I hope That's you're right. Yeah. Good yeah. for me. Just because we're American doesn't mean we can't <laughs> respect and honor British styles of talking. Yeah, the bigger problem is we just yeah, don't we already other kicked Americans. their asses once. <laughs> right. No, right. no. 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 Well, yeah, that too. But like, we already kicked their asses once. We don't right, need exactly. to like kick them while they're down. Right. You know. Okay, I'm they're, just throwing out there. If a beautiful British I mean, girl walked you know, into my office right. tomorrow and started talking to me with her accent, I'd be all about it. So let's just leave it there. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, whatever. He has whatever. He doesn't have yellow fever. He has what fever does he have? What's British? I don't <laughs> That's even know what so to say. Fucked up. He's got limey fever. Is what he's got. What? Okay, limey. let's just move on. No, there's no moving on. This is from getting that. more racist. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> wow. 
this is this is this is getting bad all right so getting bad <laughs> all right it, it's pretty right. bad so it's we have we have a, just a quick mention of a good primer and a story behind how i found it well didn't you want to we'll talk about, about ssh's well yeah but i'm, I'm gonna kind of jump oh, into okay. that we'll be talking about foscon too i, I, I okay. don't really have a set order for these things yet the, the first time well i'll talk about foscon first whatever why not okay all right and then we'll be jathan will primarily be talking about ssh's proxy command but i'll probably be jumping in there a little bit and then we'll also be talking about nick's like process masking so like process listing masking cool stuff all right, Sweet. Peyton, news, go. Yeah, Peyton with the news. This is Peyton with the news. Also, there was a giant train. What was that? Was that you, Jathan? So we have several news stories tonight. <laughs> the first one is inside a massive 711 million record online or spam bot dump. A gentleman named Troy Hunt found this. He was contacted by a gentleman called Ben Cal Moken, Mokneb, I guess. I, I don't know how to say that. He, there was a, he, they had communicating based on a, a piece on his called Spambot Safari Number Two Online Mail System. He's linked or posted a um, <laughs> screenshot of the index of this of this particular hack or leak, and uh, one of the files is 14 gigs. So there's definitely a lot of information there. Jathan is obviously drunk right now because he's giggling like a lunatic. Yeah, I'm a Brent Stein, man. That's a. <laughs> What happens when oh, we waste forty good minutes? I thought we were almost done, we'll so right. I drank a lot. <laughs> so there's email addresses, and then there's email addresses and passwords. There's a lot of information in this article. I, I suggest take the time to read it. I did link uh, about this next one. I did link a new article mm-hmm. uh, as well to the channel. But the Intel ME controller chip has a secret kill switch. I want to say that due to the NSA, that's actually can be disabled. Mm-hmm. So we'll link both of those links in the show notes. But basically, it had a kill switch. That this was something that, if compromised, it allowed a backdoor to your system. So this hopefully removes that. The Massachusetts... I, go ahead. Real quick, I feel like we talked about mm-hmm. the IME before. We did. I don't remember which season or which episode, but I'm pretty confident that we've talked about it. I want to say it was like three episodes ago. We'll look. I'll look. Possibly. But possibly. I'll, I'll have... It was another news item. But we yeah, will We going. will definitely update. You know, we'll have the link back to that. For sure. We always do. So the Supreme Court for Massachusetts, the state Supreme Court for Massachusetts, has said that digital cameras can't be searched without a warrant. Basically, their premise is that since it's not a computer or a digital phone, it doesn't make sense to consider it in that fashion. And so at that point, it becomes, you know, your property. I would like to get the opinion of, of anyone who's, who's in the legal profession, OS writer especially. Well, he's not. Talk, like, he does a lot of legal writing, but he's not an attorney. Well, he's still uh, is very knowledgeable. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a total law geek, and I love him for that, but he's not right, like, right. you know. Right. Oh, you, you have to prefix right. that with I-anal. I am not a lawyer. Yes, exactly. It took me a long time to figure out what I-anal meant, because <laughs> all I saw was anal. <laughs> right, it's, it's I-anal. I am not a lawyer. Okay. I am not a lawyer. So the next bit of news we have is that Sonos says users must accept new privacy policy or devices may cease to function. So welcome to the Internet of Things. Mm-hmm. If your device is not approved based on whatever reason, then it's going to uh, stop working. And the reason why people are upset is because it's beginning to collect audio settings, air data, and other account data prior to its actual launch uh, of this new speaker. If you're an existing customer, you will not be given an option to opt out. So it won't actually work. Mm. I would suggest not having one of these, realistically. It's just, this is just inane. 
that's, that's uh, like course. a new low in planned obsolescence. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, of course, Alexa listens to everything you say and has been used in court cases to verify statements in case you didn't know that. Mm-hmm. All right. The next bit of news we have is that a hacker has released the firmware decryption key for Apple's secure enclave. Now, Brent and I were discussing this earlier, and it's apparently a the processor that handles the cryptographic operations for the Apple Watch Series 2, the A7 processor, and the iPhone 5S iPad Air, the M2 and 3, and the subsequent A-Series chips. It's completely isolated from the rest of the system and does handle Touch ID transactions and passwords and, and other security processes. So the gentleman that's talking about this, his name is Zerub. Zerub? I don't know how to say that properly. Mm. It's hidden behind a key, he says, and that worries him. And he says that Apple's, he's, he wonders if Apple is not confident enough to push SEP decrypted as they did with kernels past iOS 10. So read this article. It's pretty interesting. He's claiming it to be the key. Check it out. And that's paper the news. Ba-da-ba-ba. There you go. So Booyah. It, I'll try and make this briefer. It, well, right. Uh, but We won't get on tangents. Actually, yeah. Time, let's, let's because just it's Jaython because he's drunk. Let's see if I can actually keep it to five minutes. What? He is like well, he, like he's drunk, but like he's keeping us in check. I'm, I'm, I'm digging this. So he's, he's drunk, and he doesn't, he doesn't want to lose that. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. So I'll see if I can keep this to five minutes again instead of going over. So Foscon was this past weekend, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah, we released the Sunday after this past Saturday. It was at the Friendship House. No, it was no, at no, International no. House Philadelphia. Thank you, International House. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a nice place. It's a good yeah. place. Yeah, nice place. Nice venue. A lot of walking, though. They, yeah. I feel like they mm-hmm. could have used a second staircase. Anyways. Well, or maybe an elevator that worked in the right spots, too. Right. That would help, too. So I was there. I was giving a talk and a presentation or and a workshop. And Peyton was there. We were hanging around at a table for most of the morning. We... Talked about the podcast with some people, met some of our listeners and some of the IRC regulars. Did we ask if we could announce them on the air, who we met? I did not ask them. Okay, well, if we met you there, should've. it was nice to you. I should have. But uh, next time we'll remember to ask you if we can talk yeah. about you on the air. Yeah. We'll just talk I've about been... you off the air, and it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, let's say it like that. That sounds mean. Shut up and get on track. So we met, we met some listeners, so that was cool. I'm getting on track. You oh, interrupting you're, you're, me is getting me off track. Again. So yep, we met some listeners. We signed. I know. I can tell. I can tell. So we also did some key signing. Yeah, we did. I think that's all we did at the table. We live streamed for a good part of it when my tethering was holding out. But when I gave, I gave my talk about podcasting and that went well. But when I then had to do my workshop, it was the last session of the day, the last session block. And it was, everybody was so tired at that point and they were like, exhausted and you know my network i couldn't get on the network very well because it was pushing certain packets that my wireless card didn't like and my tethering was dropping out because there were so many people there on the same band so i didn't get to even do like a live demo of what i wanted to do so unfortunately i the workshop was a little bit poor but i do have a post up on our site going into more detail about it and i have links to video of the talk i get talks uh, of the talk and the workshop i gave so you're welcome to check those out Peyton, would you like to tell us what you did at Foscon? Yeah, so I I was doing key signings and install fests, helping people with their uh, installations, and then I also took the general exam for amateur radio, and I passed, and so I am now officially a general licensed ham radio or amateur radio operator. I actually need to double check and make sure that it's gone through, and uh, 
But yeah, so that's what I did. I wanted to take extra, but it took too long to pass the test and then, or take the test and then find my results out. So yeah, I didn't take a chance on the extra anyway. So Very cool. I still don't have my uh, amateur license and everybody I know keeps bugging me. So not everybody I know, obviously, but like you and Jim especially have been giving me a little bit of flack for that, but I just, I can't find myself getting interested in it. Well, you don't need to be interested in it necessarily. I would say just take it and get one, get a radio, and then kind of play with it a little bit. There are some really cool stuff you can do with it that doesn't really, you don't need to talk to other people necessarily. Yeah. Um, You can do like packet radio stuff. Like you can do, you can bounce stuff off the ISS and get uh, images off the ISS. I mean, there's some really nifty stuff you can do that doesn't require you to talk to other people. And I know that's your, you know, you don't like talking to people. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's not really something that like, I'm going to pursue in my extra time. But I think the problem is I used to work for like a phone support thing and like voice, voice chat. Like this is different because it's like a certain context, but like in general, like voice chat just kind of gives me like a weird flashback of that, you know? So I hear you a hundred percent. Every time the phone rings at work, I'm like, oh God. And then I answer it and I'm like, okay, it's not that bad. Yeah. But having been, you know in the room and answering calls from people and they're like, my shit's not working. What the fuck is wrong with you? You know, you're just like, whatever, dude. You know? (laughs) Right. Okay. So let's, let's get talking about the primer or primer. If you're Jathan, you're welcome. (laughs) To do this, I need to explain what yak shaving is and yak explaining what yak shaving is. So I can talk about this topic is a good example itself of yak shaving. So yak shaving or shaving of the yak is from the Ren and Stimpy show, you know, years back. But it's kind of been adopted by sysadmin culture, sysadmin lingo, to explain where you need to do one task, to do another task, to do another task, and so on and so on, until you finally get to do the task that you want to do. It's an an incredibly long and ridiculous list of dependencies, of, like, task dependencies. So in this particular case, I am writing a Python tool to assist in, like, key signing. Because it just gets to be kind of a pain to, like, fetch key... For, well, first find keys, and then fetch them, and then sign them, and then push them again. I felt like that could be simplified. There's a lot of automation there that you could definitely simplify with some manual intervention, obviously, for checking purposes. So I, I've been working on a script that does that. But to test part of that functionality, I need to push and receive keys from a key server. And I don't want to, like... I need to test it with new keys, so I need to be generating a whole bunch of new keys, which are generally just going to be filled with junk test data. But I didn't want to push those to production key servers, like actual pooled peered key servers, because like they don't need that kind of crap in their databases. It's already big enough. So yeah. as a result of that, I was like, all right, I'll set up my own key server. Why, ha- why the hell not? So I did that, which necessitated a whole bunch of other stuff, like fixing a bug in the... AUR SKS package and like you know like it's just nonsense so anyways so I finally got this SKS key server up haven't even gotten a chance to use it for testing yet because this is like something I just finally finished setting up but somewhere along that process and this is the important part somewhere along that process I came across a read the docs sort of thing where he talks about setting up a bunch of different like really obscure but interesting services to run on your own server so we will link to that, of course, and I don't know if Peyton or Jathan actually read it, but I it does have some interesting stuff in there. Yeah, I was reading through it. It's, it's got some really, really cool stuff in there. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, I would say it's definitely worth a look, but I did find at least one line and one config file that was incorrect, like just flat out wrong. 
but everything else seems to be correct. So like it may so, just be outdated so or something. Tea, but yeah, don't follow it to a T. Like be wary that you may get some errors. But you know, I mean, for the most part, it's it's a good sort of like framework sort of doc for sure. So that's all I really have to say on that. I'll link to it and you can read it yourself and take a look. I'm sure the guy's accepting, you know, patches to fix his documentation and stuff. Now I want to go on to Jthon yeah, so Jthon can tell us about... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure he is. So now I want to go on to Jthon so he can tell us about SSH's proxy command. Yeah, so fantastic. I love explaining everything twice. It's like I just talked about this. Oh my god, Jthon, just no, I'm whining. Quit bitching. So Don't whine. No whining. Essentially, I have a desktop at work that I keep on all the time. I have a couple of different interesting ways for accessing it when I'm not at work. Without going into too many details, it typically is faster for me to log into my desktop and then from my desktop to whatever I might need to access when, you know, after hours or on the weekends or whatever, than connecting to the campus-wide VPN and like logging in from there and everything else. So I sort of posed a question to Brent on Sunday or Monday or whatever this past week. Like, hey, how can I basically route my traffic for SSH through my desktop at work, assuming I have a, a way to access that appropriately? And so we started talking a lot about SSH proxy command and how you can basically use an intermediate host as like a sort of jump to get from one host to another by way of that intermediate. And I've only just begun playing with it, but what's really cool is it handles, you know, host-specific cases for any anything that uses SSH, right? So it's not like just any command that's SSH explicitly, but like rsync, for example, will automatically use your settings in proxy command, assuming you set it up that way. And Git and other things like that will do the same thing. So I guess what I would say is if you haven't played with it before, it's got some pretty cool use cases and you should definitely check it out and it's easy to configure, which is great. And if anyone, either of you want to add something to that, then you should. That was more succinct than last time. No, that's all right. We're, yeah, we're good. good. I There are, of course, some interesting things you can do with SSH. And I feel like I learn something new about it every day. But the real interesting part of it is, like, yeah, as Jason was saying, you can sort of use one auth box to auth to another box. And you get this, like, chained sort of connection. It's a lot like SSH port binding, if you've used that before, or SSH socks proxying. Except it's built into SSH, and it also handles authentication as well. Really handy stuff. Really cool stuff. So we will we will link to some documentation on that and some use cases for it, as well as a whole bunch of other neat things you can do with SSH's sort of proxying capabilities. It's got some cool stuff on there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure everyone listening will probably find at least one use for it. And then Jathan also asked... When, Jathan, do you remember when you first asked about process masking? Uh, sometime also, I think earlier this week, and I don't even really know what prompted me to think of it necessarily, but it's something that... So I installed FreeBSD once or twice at this point, and I've been playing around with ZFS on FreeBSD a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to talk about why, because it's not important right now, but uh, <laughs> one of the things that I did like about FreeBSD, at least in the installation, is you actually get a pretty good amount of options during the install itself. That a lot of Linux installers, obviously, you know, with us using Arch, that's a little bit of a different story, but yeah. sort of have some options that I haven't really seen in Unix installers before. And one of them, for example, is like process masking. So if you log in as user Brent, you can't see processes being run by Payton and I. And so 
you know, I tried it out just to see what it like really did and what the impact was. I wasn't really concerned in my situation about actually using it for anything. But it got me thinking, like, is there some kind of parallel or equivalent thing in Linux? And not only that, but is it actually useful? When do people use it? Is it a false sense of security sort of thing? Like, what's the deal, you know? So I think you need to be aware of maybe some caveats about it. It's not going to hide your stuff from root. Root can see all the processes. Yeah, well, I would assume that much. Right, yeah. I mean, like, I feel like sysadmins maybe because we deal with root so much we may underestimate just how powerful root is literally root can do anything on the box he wants to that the os provides capability for oh yeah that being said of course yeah i can definitely see a good use for it if not only to so like a lot of times you'll run a command and some of that command line construction you know whether it's an argument or, or a flag or what have you may have some sensitive data in it and you should always try and like avoid this. If you're writing software, you should write away to sort of maybe read file inputs or in, or environment variables or ideally like config files because that's a little bit easier to lock down. But, you know, they are still out there and it's something to be aware of. And most cases, like if, as long as you're not running like passwords on the command line or stuff, I think I'd be okay with other people seeing my processes. Well, I guess it depends what you're seeing, so to speak. Yeah, like yeah. what you're doing on it. Sure. Right. But, like, I generally don't do shady stuff. So, like, I'm okay with them seeing it. Right. However. So, yeah, I guess how would you go about doing that in a Linux environment, then? Okay, I actually, I don't know if you saw them yet. Last time we talked about this in IRC, I linked you to a CyberCity article that tells you how to implement it. Well, I actually linked it to you. Uh, I thought I linked it to you. I'll check the logs. Pretty sure that he linked it to you. You asked me for a source, so I sent you that one. I thought you sent me one about FreeBSD. Oh, I did. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, you're talking about the Linux. One. Yes, I'm talking about the oh Linux God. one. That's that's oh as an immediate follow up to your question. Yes. Oh boy, it's a long night, guys. I'm uh, look. If you're still listening, I'm glad you're with us on this crazy ride. Yes. Yeah, so I did find a CyberCity article about it. I'll post that in the notes. And then I also found today, some, I found out that SE Linux and GRSec can do basically the same thing. They can implement an, another way of doing it. So that was an interesting find as well. Again, like if you aren't using SE Linux or GRSec and you're in like a sensitive environment, you definitely should be. But I didn't even know it could do that. You know, I mean, first of all, I'm like root on all the servers anyways. So I don't really think about that kind of stuff. But you're root. All the now, time. I see what you did there. But no, like literally the root user, not R00T. So wait, let me ask yes. another question then. Right. Uh, no. Uh, no, nah, never mind. No, no, no. Tell me. Like we're already, we, we've been flying through because. Yeah, well, no, I mean, you, you basically sort of already answered it. I was just going to say, you know, like obviously if you're passing passwords as like strings to your commands and command line arguments or something, that's one thing. But like when else would this actually be beneficial? I just don't understand like. I've never seen a case where I'd be like, wow, if I just couldn't see that other user's processes, this would be so much better. I can see it being useful for, um, sorry, have you ever checked out like the proc file system slash proc? Okay. In there, you'll find a bunch of directories that have like directories named after PIDs. So numerical directories, basically. You can go in one and then there's a couple interesting files in there. There's a file that tells you what the current working directory is that the process was spawned in. There's one that tells you the environment variables. 
There's one that tells you what user spawned it. Like, there's a lot of information in there. And even if you don't specify a password on the command line for something, you can still get some really sensitive information from that. So it's definitely it's definitely something to consider. I feel like nine times out of ten, you're fine without it. But in certain situations, especially on like a shared shell box, it would definitely right. be something worth looking into. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Does that? Do you have anything else to talk about? Because we're at 29 minutes because we kind of rushed through that because we're I, well, we're panicked you know like we're we're panicked it's harder because when you like talk I'm about gonna... something the second time because you forget what you said and right, but it also exactly. lets you cut out all the crap yeah so yeah which we usually all have a lot crap. of shit right right so if you guys were looking for like a banterful episode you you unfortunately missed most of it we got all that out of our system yeah we kind of screwed that up this time i mean not we brute kind of screwed us up this time but that's okay I don't think I really have anything else to add to that topic, now. Yeah, I... Mm, well, we will be at B-Sides. Yeah, B-Sides Philly. B-Sides Philly. That's true. We could, yeah, we can talk about stuff we got. We have coming up. B-Sides Philly's coming oh. December 8th. Yes. Jayton is going to come out here for that. He's actually going to be here for that. No, I'm not. He's promised. He swears up and down. I'm not going to be coming back be, for that. He'll be on site. So you can I, come and poke I him. I am starting a new uh, open source project. Uh-huh. What is it? It's called it Whiskey. Mm-hmm. And I, oh I spelled it without an E mm-hmm. because someone told me that lame. was proper. But the idea really, part of it is just for me to use personally and to learn a little bit more about Flask. What's it going to do? But the goal of Whiskey is to be a really lightweight, sort of bare-bones blog engine written in flask which is obviously a python framework mm-hmm. i would also like to have support for static pages and potentially like a gallery for photos and stuff like that Isn't that's cool. entirely out of necessity for like the things that i want to do with my website but you know i think a lot of people benefit from those features and my goal also is to have the gallery part at the very least sort of entirely pluggable so you can disable it entirely or enable it cool so i have a repo set up for that i haven't actually started working on it yet Per se, but I thought you. What do you? What do you have going on your site right now? I thought that was whiskey. No, that's just a static site that I made with Lecter. Oh, okay, got it. Lecter. Yes. Uh, Lecter. You, oh my gosh, you've talked about Lecter before, right? On the show. Yeah, I talked about it after I set up my site because, well, I got so much shit for like three years <laughs> for not setting up my site. It's no. It took you it was, forever. It was dude. way more it than three years, Jathan. Okay. It took you like it I'm, took you so long to get that site. I'm created. checking who is right now. Well, the site has been there for a while. Like I've had the domain. The site has been there for a while. Did you get rid of jrdemassi.org or did you never have it? Dot com. Ah. Uh... <laughs> but I got that after the fact. After what fact? Like the site was set up before I got that domain. Well, what's the other domain that you had that you never set up? Jonathan DeMacy. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Too many, like... Names? Yeah. 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 Damn it. There's... Jonathan, Robert. Let's see. What's the created date here? Forever ago. Forever ago. Creation date, 2007. It's literally 10 years, Jathan. That's forever. That is for that is a very long time. That's almost half my life. <laughs> <laughs> and it... Okay, so guys, literally for like 10 years... There was a placeholder page <laughs> no. on this domain. No. No. Yes. Since we started the podcast, there was. I had a site for a long time, though. 
Jaython, I want to get started with no, Lester. No, Jaython, that was can, can that was smoking fart. Can I guide you through it? There's documentation. Is there? Is there really? <laughs> well, how do you think I is figured there? it out? <laughs> I don't know. How did you figure it out, Jaython? I read the documentation that's on the lecture. You read the documentation. Get I think. Did you did, did you read the documentation? Yeah, getlector.com. Yes. Did you? I mean, my site's up, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know, is it? Look at this. What is Lecter, installation, quick start, project, content, templates, guides, deployment? Would it be funny if Jason said that and his site actually wasn't up right now? (laughs) No, it wouldn't. (laughs) I actually checked before I even said anything. (laughs) Because I know I got an email today from Let's Encrypt that's like, your search expire in 10 days or whatever. Oh. Hey, Jason, what platforms does Get Lecter run on? It's just called Lecter, and it runs on Windows, Linux, or OS X. Anything with Mac OS. Are you sure it's not OS It's not. Anything. It's Mac OS. Is it deployable anywhere? Well, yeah, it's Mac OS now, but like, I feel like anything with Python in a web server, it would run on. (laughs) No, it has its own web server even. Oh, Raspberry Pi. Gross. Uh, yeah. It will. It'll run on Raspberry Pi. Oh my gosh! Can we stop this, please? What the fuck? What are you doing? (laughs) We're going down. This episode was so much better before we fucked it. No, 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 no! It'll be okay. It'll be okay. This is great. Are you kidding no, me? No, it's is not. Fantastic. It's not. Like we're we're going down in flames, but you know what? We're all going down together, and that's the I important just part. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, uh, so we are going to try to. We are going to be at Hope uh, next year yeah. too, right? Yeah, we're going to be at Hope. Yeah, Jaython, you going to go to Hope 2018? Fuck yeah! I'm trying to recruit some people for that too. Um, what do you mean by that? What did he he's, say? What he's going to try and recruit some people for it. What do you mean? By I'm that? trying to bring other people who I think would enjoy themselves at Hope. Okay. Got it. Fair enough. From like, can like, they like who? Because can we get a table and can they be our booth babes? They're not do we... really gonna draw any. No, it's the opposite of what you want. No, look, does, maybe does you don't know me Jay-thon very well. actually does Jathan actually know anyone who's hot enough to be considered a booth babe? Because I mean, my wife is hot enough I, to be a booth babe. I feel like babe, we, but I'm not, you know, stirring her up in front of our. We should probably not people because go into that on the air about <laughs> the woman. Anything? About anything at all, ever, basically. <laughs> but yeah, we'll be at Hope next year. Wow, can I talk? Will is it my turn? I don't know. What are you trying no, to talk about? No talking. Well, I was going to answer your question, but Peyton keeps cutting me the fuck off. Well, what what did I ask? I can't even remember oh. what I asked. You said, "Can they be at booth babes?" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Can they be booth? Babes? And what I was going to say is what I've been saying the last couple of days, actually. So we're less than a year from Hope Twelve. Uh huh. Which, by the way, yes, calling it Hope Eighteen is kind of a shitty thing to do. It's it's Hope Twelve. <laughs> No, it's in 2018. Right, but it's the 12th hope. Well, all right, well, whatever. Well, so anyway, <laughs> I would really like us to have a little bit more involvement and engagement with people than we did last time. I mean, I enjoyed myself last time. I was drunk for a lot of Yes, you were, yeah. But I would really like to do some more as the podcast and really put ourselves out there and push some content and do cool things, just generally. In fact, I actually think doing your podcast talk would be a lot of fun at Hope because I think a lot of people there would appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, it's more of like but, but it's focus a f- less Foss Cunny talk. Did you see my talk? No, not yet. Okay, but focus focus less on the like open source aspect and more on the just get out and do shit aspect. Only there, well, all right, there was literally like two minutes of actual open source discussion because that's literally all the relatedness it has. The rest of it's like meta stuff, like specs. Yeah, because the other thing is, I mean, people at Hope talk about biohacking, and they're literally, they don't know anything. So we can talk about the podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. That's like hacking. It's not like, it's not the same, Jathan. But I will say that would make sense for us to get a table there. It would? Yeah, but we need we need to get merch settled. So we'll, we'll Yeah, but also we'll I think that, that we should 
we should do some kind of like fundraising event as well. Yeah, I'd be down with that for sure. Probably do some uh, some live streaming on the vendor floor. Yeah. Oh yeah, we could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. If you have ideas for how we can fundraise and be cool at Hope, because <laughs> we're not cool by ourselves, let us know. Yeah, and then, so, besides Hope and besides Philly, I know I'm going to be attending besides Delaware. Are either of you going? No. Have we, have we, have we found I a, don't know is what there, it is. Is it actually, like... They, they haven't posted official dates yet. So what if it's just not are happening? They, are they actually doing it? No, yeah. as far as I can tell, they actually are. There is a CFP for it. Where? I actually linked it to the I've linked to it in the last episode show notes. But yeah, I, I mean, I hunted it down. I pinged them on Twitter and I was like, hey, are you guys doing something this year? And they're like, yeah, we haven't really updated the site yet, but the CFP is out there if you can find oh, it. Oh, 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 okay. Wait, here. I think it's saying that you, you gave dates last episode, but they were wrong. They were for last year. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Hold on. No, no. I think I have it. They're doing a B-Sides DFW, which is where I used to be from. So This episode was great, oh. and then we elected someone bad, and now it's not. <laughs> Shut up, Jayton. What? Okay, so B-Sides there was DE, no election according, to their upcoming, according to their upcoming events, B-Sides DE in Delaware is 10 to 11 November 2017. Okay. That sounds about so, right. There you go. That sounds about right. That's, I mean, that's that's here on their upcoming events. On their so. webpage? On their website? On securitybsides.com slash w slash page slash blah, blah, blah. page. Okay. Here, I'll, I'll put it in. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll put it in the show notes for sure. So I Boop. don't think they even updated their own site yet. But you know what? Like, that's honestly... Yeah, they don't have a link for it. That's not that surprising because their own website sometimes lags behind a little bit. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they did update it. Cool. Yeah. Confirmed. It is November 10th through 11th, 2017. Cool. And that's in Delaware, obviously. So I will be there, and I'll also be at PompCon, which is... Uh, which con? PompCon. I'm looking up when that Pump is. Okay. That's going to be October 20th till the 22nd of October. And that's in Philly. So I'll be there as well. And I think that's it for me. Jason. besides Hope, are you doing anything? Are you coming out for anything? Besides hope? I'll be home for like a week or a week and a half at the holidays. Well, well, how early? You might be able to do Besides Philly with us. No, not that early. Oh. Well, that's no fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. I am trying to bank some vacation because I don't know if I'm going to need it for other things, Mm. potentially. I hope we get big enough. Not because I want this to be a money-raising venture because there's no money in podcasting. But I hope we get big enough to have like a con administrivia. No. That'd be kind of cool. Like have our own con podcasting, not necessarily podcasting, but more so system administration. Because yeah, there's there's ones out there. We have a conference. We host one. Yes. No, that's not. (laughs) Why? Why Why not? Why Why not? Who's gonna go? Where? Admins. Everybody. Administrators, engineers, maybe developers if they promise to be nice and not ask stupid questions. That's impossible. Well, when does that ever happen? Come on, touche, guys. I just it really like the so first sorry. recording of this better. Jason, you well, need to get over tough. it. It's gone. It's in the past. I can't. Yeah. I can't. You need to move it's forward. Gone. No, you need to move forward. You sound like I you're can't. like near tears. Yeah. Are this you is, near tears? Yeah. This is this is where Jason needs to stop drinking. No. He is. He is. Huh. <laughs> he's flagged. Jason, how much flagged you to drink? Not nearly enough. Are you? I'm you know, sorry, I spent a lot of time care. drinking scotch over the last <laughs> few years. Uh-huh. And lately, I've just really been digging bourbon. Any like, particular I, I reason why? The, I really appreciate that 
scotch has very diverse flavor profiles and different regions of Scotland produce different types of scotch. And, you know, I think scotch is much more complex, but I've really learned to appreciate sort of the little bit of sweetness that comes from the corn in bourbon. And it's just, it's cheaper. It's like American. It's just, it feels like hearty and good. You sound like the guy that everyone hates. I don't care. <laughs> I am. Everyone hates me. No, I'm just saying, like, you're like, it's, it's got these what, subtleties what of, of personality. No, but I'm right. <laughs> I, in you a sense, are? to a degree. I, I mean, say. the taste of bourbon and the taste of scotch are quite different. Sure. I would say yeah. bourbon is sweeter. Um, it definitely is made from corn, so... Yeah. Yeah, I would actually say that what I said is mostly right. No, but, like, you're you're being super, like, florid about it. Guys, if you're still listening, like, why? Like, we've we've been talking probably for the past 20 minutes about nothing, but... Maybe we should just do the baddie and wrap it up. Oh, that's right, we still have the baddie, don't we? What? I totally forgot. Did you we... actually forget that there was still something to do? Yeah, I, I was like, we just kind of need to, uh, like... Oh, holy shit. We just got the rest of this uh, time to just do whatever we want. But, yeah, no, like, let's do the baddie. But there's not really a whole lot to talk about that. It's not like last baddie, you know, or... Yeah, well, it'll just be a short one for the first time in forever. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, you know what happened, what? Brent, is that you didn't say at the beginning... I, think we're I should have said one. it! I should have. Yeah. Then we would have fucking didn't come have. through. We needed you. Guys, we needed a hero. You I'm so it sorry. It's all your it's fault. It's my fault. Jesus Christ. It all is right. no longer Jathan's fault. It's now my fault. Forever? No, just for this time. I don't know about that. God damn. I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> you really thought I was off the hook. No, that's never going to happen. Sorry, dude. Well, it did all happen right. for this episode, but for the rest of the time, it didn't. Well, should I do the bat? Yeah, bat- yeah, go ahead. Do the batty. All right. Well, I'm sorry this episode sucked, guys. <laughs> And well, it's all right. Dude. Look, they, they can't all be winners. So, long story short here, I don't even have a good thing to read while I'm drunk, and I'm not even drunk, so... I, I ha- There's a link. I know, but it's not that good. So, <laughs> back in 2013, hackers accessed the internal database of Scott Trade, which is a securities brokerage firm based in St. Louis, Missouri. Scott Trade, you know, you have an account with them, you trade stocks, whatever. Do you? I mean... Yeah, that's, that's what normal that's people what they do. do. So <laughs> they basically stole identifying information for 4.6 million customers, including plaintiff Matthew Coons, and exploited the information to operate a stock price manipulation scheme, illegal gambling websites, sites, fuck, and Sweets? a Bitcoin Sweets? exchange. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so there's now a class action lawsuit against the hackers who four years later, through many trials and tribulations and twists and turns and lawyers have found the people responsible for this and now they're probably going to go to jail for a while well yeah i, I would say that's a, a likely result so wait is this a baddie because they got caught i would say yes so we're giving up uh, we're yeah. celebrating the stupidity of bad people now well why not we celebrate the stupidity of stupid people all the time why not the bad people occasionally he has too. a point we did. Because we should celebrate the fr- bad no, 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 people. No, 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 no. This isn't. No, Fuck no, 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 no. They no, were no. bad. Jathan, chill, chill. So we already did something like this before. Do you remember the baddie we gave for the not Petya because they set up the wrong Bitcoin? Yeah, but how is that different from this? Not how is that different, Jathan? I, I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't know. He's you don't drunk. Know, that's right. You don't I'm not drunk. Know. <laughs> you guys never believe me when I say that. I'm not drunk. Ask me to walk in a straight line. Dude, well, it, it, we can't we even you, see you right now. We never believe you. Well, call me right, right now. Call me with your video. <laughs> oh I don't want to call you with our with our video. What does that even mean? 
Call me with your video. What is that even? What is that? What? What is that? Seriously. <laughs> what is that? Is oh that? no, he's he's calling me. Oh shit! All right. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh shit! All right. Can you see my face? Yes, I can see your face. Yes, I can see your face. I'm not drunk. <laughs> I mean, I you feel know, like anybody no, can tell. Like, no, no, I'm hanging up. No, this is no, bullshit. So I feel okay, like you only call the me record show. when you're drunk. Let the record show. Yes. I showed him my face, and it wasn't Let a drunk face. You were literally sitting down. There's no way for me to tell how drunk you were. It's super easy. I'm not drunk. To not look drunk when you're okay, sitting whatever. down. Okay, whatever. I just tell you, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't have that problem. Jason. When I'm sitting down, I'm would definitely you, not like, oh, no. no would no, you get no. in a car and drive on the highway right now? Right now? Yes. Based on how yes, much I right drink. Right now. Yes. Right now. Yes. We can't trust him. He's drunk. I got... No. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I got home. I got home just before 5 o'clock today. It's now almost 9. I've had less than two drinks between okay. then and now. In four okay, hours. All right. Okay. Okay. Did you have dinner? I'm not drunk. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had did a you, lot. Did you okay. eat? Did you? What did you have to eat? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Fucking soiling, Satan. If it was a lot of, it was a lot of after bread, all maybe, that, you might not be all, drunk, after but, all that, like you know. that bullshit you gave me for for drinking Soylent, and now you're like, yeah, right. You would, I, so, I have not had any. You would never have Soylent. So, 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 Bron, when we were at, <laughs> when we were at Foscon, Taters was telling me about the soil that he used to mm. drink, or he drinks, and he was telling me that how much it is, why not? Thought it was kind of interesting how how much money you're spending on that. It's actually super cheap. It's about four dollars a meal. Is it four dollars yeah. a meal? It's like three ninety. Really? I, I mean, that's what I'm paying for. It. I don't know what he's paying I, on it. I don't know either. I don't. I don't know. We'll have to yeah. talk to him because it sounds interesting, but I just don't know if I can. I think know. he also got like the coffee stuff, which is probably a little bit more expensive. Yeah, probably. you're probably not. I would probably not subsist on the coffee stuff. I wouldn't want to since I don't like coffee. Well, yeah, there's that, but it's kind of you know bad and disgusting. <laughs> I, I finally quit coffee, and I feel like like Jayton's like Jayton's face. Oh my face. gosh! Wait, you quit coffee? Well, I mean, I did like after high school, but oh, it's because I drank a lot in high school. I drank a lot in high school too. Oh, I drink a lot, a lot of, coffee. of coffee now. <laughs> did I say the words coffee? <laughs> well, I was talking about <laughs> drinking a lot of coffee in high school, but I'm kidding. Yeah. I actually didn't. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? We got we got some time. Can we I, talk about how? how oh my is? gosh, something technical related. I've got one. What? I know we've talked about content management systems before. Yeah, a lot. Of, a lot. I feel like. Yeah, but if I were not going to use whiskey for my personal site, and it were not a static site built with Lecter, mm-hmm. what would a tech savvy individual use? Like tech savvy or like web designery? No, no. I, I think sort of a balance. Like. For a tech-savvy person, so like you or I, but not as ugly as your site. Excuse you. And What? And not what? as, not as shitty in terms of security as WordPress. <laughs> oh my god. Like, where's the happy medium in 2017? Oh, you mean squareroot.net, not devblog. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, it's shitty. Like, would you ever consider using Django CMS? I don't know enough about it. Like, Django, I have a hard time justifying it for a CMS because there's already so many CMSs out there. And like, yeah, I will concede that Django has its uses. If you're trying to build out a really complex Python-based web framework or web yeah, application. But, but there's actually a whole CMS just called Django CMS. Yeah, it's built around Django though, right? Well, yeah, it's yeah, made with Django, but it I mean. comes as like a complete product. Sure, right. But I mean, like, it feels, that whole concept just feels like it's too much for a CMS to me when there are like other options out there. I mean, you know I'm fond of text pattern, but like, 
I all right. Let me put it this way. I think the ideal CMS for large applications would be Drupal, but Drupal has okay. plenty of security issues that definitely keep me from using it. Yeah, it's not as bad as WordPress, but there's True. been some pretty fucking doozy ones. Mm-hmm. WordPress is terrible. Okay, so so in that case, I'm I'm talking about a personal site though. Uh huh. What would you use then? I'm curious to know. As I well. mean, if you wanted to, it, let's just say also, let's establish the precedent that you definitely want to have blog capability. Yeah. And let's say that, you want... that alone is what I'm struggling with because, like, I don't. The only thing I blog for is is like software updates that I I do in packaging. I know, I know, but I'm. It's a hypothetical. I, do you know what that yes, is? Yes, I know what a hypothetical is, Jathan. <laughs> My gosh. Yes. Well, that's it's a not an easy hypothetical. Like there are some easy hypotheticals. Like, would you rather yeah, be punched true. in the face or be given cake? I'm gonna pick the cake. I'm dying. I mean, what what kind? You of don't have to it? eat the cake. You would just be given cake, Jathan. True. Oh okay. wait, Jathan, you're diabetic. No. He's not. He's just being a dick. So no, that was a know, hypothetical. I find, that, I find that to be in the hypothetical. I find that, I'm to, he's, I find that to be very offensive to diabetics. He's a dickabetic. So. <laughs> He needs his injection. Yeah. Dicks make you have me to die. Apologize to diabetics. No, Jaython. Yes. Shut up, Payton. So we hey, gotta get back to the actual hypothetical up. that's about content management. Right. Your mom's about content management. Good one. Thank you. Next. I feel like it wasn't my best. All right. Same. No. Let's let's actually answer this though. I'm gonna just answer that with I don't know. Like I no no. Look, you Jaython, have to pick one. I, I'm I'm not. I can't pick one because you're my getting point is, paid like, I, to do it. You're a freelancer. Then I ask, working for someone I else. I ask them what they like. I send them screenshots of the content management screens and see which one they, they feel is easier to use. I hate it here. <laughs> this is the shittiest podcast. No, it's Who not. Have some, this podcast sucks. Have some faith, man. Dude, you were there literally on episode one. Yeah, but you just asked me to put together a question. I put one up there, and you just say, I don't know. Well, that's a reasonable answer. I think it I think it takes a lot of grace and humility to admit when you don't know something. Yeah, Come on, Jaython. Cut, cut me some slack. Yeah, Jaython. Come on, Jaython. <laughs> what would Jay-thon? you use, Jaython? You okay, buddy? Yeah, what would you use? I'm What's writing my own. Because I don't like the options that are out there for the same reason. <laughs> okay. I think that WordPress and Drupal have security issues. Yep. And I also and think Joomla. that Drupal, it, I don't even consider that a thing because it's dying. I guess. Joomla's yeah, dying. I don't, Kinda, yeah. It's slowing down a lot. I don't, I like, I think Drupal's okay. It's better than WordPress. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like WordPress is the obvious choice because it looks nice. It has all the features you could want and need. It has a bazillion plugins, but security issues, right? And it'd be bad, like poor practice for me as a sysadmin to use that and advocate for it. I think it's also I have so Drupal you can scale up or down and you can't do that with WordPress you're given this bloat you can't really scale down a a vanilla WordPress yeah I guess that's true yeah yeah okay so I would consider Drupal Mm -hmm. but I think it's overkill for a personal site for sure yeah so that doesn't seem like a good option paired with its you know it also has some security issues so it's not as bad as WordPress I don't think yeah but but it's got enough serious ones to worry about yeah right so would I run it for a business? Yes, I think I would. Would I run it for WordPress? Pfft, fuck. Would I run it for a personal site? No, I don't think I would. So what am I left with? I've got text pattern. I've got Django CMS. I've got static sites. Static sites, though, aren't that bad if you throw, like, was it Boost, right? Bootstrap? Bootstrap. Yeah, thank you. No, Boost. Yeah, that's what Boost I, would be the compilation. It's based on Bootstrap. Thing. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think static sites can look nice, but, you know, you give me shit all the time for having discussed comments. You don't need comments. No, I think yeah. I do. Yeah. No, you don't. No. 
No, no. For your personal blog? No, you don't. You give them contact information, and they email you, and they say, hey, I think your comment's dumb, or they say, hey, I think your comment is valid. And um, But there's other that things order, that you can't them. achieve necessarily with a static site quite the same Well, like way. what? Well, like my gallery, for example, probably wouldn't be very interactive unless I use a shitload of JavaScript. What, what, what are you using for your gallery? Because, you know, there's a program called... Gallery. Gallery. Yeah. Literally. Uh, it's a web-based gallery. Yeah. I know. As opposed yeah, to... Yeah, Jason, there's there's literally a PHP application no, called I, Gallery. I don't want PHP. That's not static. It, it works very well. Sure, but it's not static. Oh, so you are looking for something static. Well, okay. Like, yeah. Just... Well, that's... What, no, I mean, I can make a static gallery, <laughs> but... The... What are you asking for? What do you want? <laughs> You're like a woman. I'm just saying, I don't know there what are you features... Want. Yes. There are, there are features you can get... There are... Features you can get. There are features you can get by having a dynamic site. Will like, you tell me what you want, what you really, really want? Just like generating categories and search and all kinds of stuff like that that you don't get with a static site. Uh, search, for example. Why would they be searching your personal blog? If you're looking for a specific topic? I don't know. I don't know. I don't tell people how to why use my blog. You... Wait, 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 wait. They can't just search through your blog for that particular thing? Or how about this, Jathan? All right. Yes, they can. What do you check saying? this out? So you, so you're saying I should just stick with a static site then? If that's what you want to do, sure. I don't give two shits. But like, yeah, absolutely. I think I have a admittedly kind of hacky way to do this. But like, okay, so let's say you just use straight HTML, right? And maybe Bootstrap or whatever. But like, each article would have its own file. And that file would contain, like, metadata or whatever, like, the date posted or what have you. Metadata. However you want to pronounce it, don't give a shit. And it would, <laughs> like, instead of, like, implementing, like, a search, you would have categories, right? Yeah, and you can still do that and generate it with something like Lecter or Jekyll or Hugo or whatever. Sure. And there's guides for doing that. Then what's what's the, what's the hang-up? I just feel like, <laughs> as a professional who is capable of making something better, I probably should. Like, like your website is a reflection oh, okay. of you, in a sense. Uh, I mean, uh, well, maybe. It is and can be a marketing tool. If somebody stumbles upon my website and sees that it's static versus, hey, this is a website I built on my own with a Flask, you know, backend, whatever, are they going to think differently of me? Maybe, maybe not. Yes. It depends who they are and what they're looking me up for. Yeah. But I think potentially it looks better if you've put more effort into it. And I don't think my site looks bad now. Ugh. And I think it's perfectly functional. It's kind of plain, but it works. I don't know. I'm more interested about the content on a page than the way it's presented. You know? This is a I complete reversal from what that. you've been saying for the last, like, six months. What are you talking about? You literally were giving me endless shit because I had a static website for weeks. Yeah, because you wanted comments and you were using an outside source. I don't really care if it's static or not, per se. I said that's going to be the easiest way to keep it secure. And I was right about that. Well, yeah, that's obvious. Yeah, but like... I mean, it's pretty hard it's to hack an HTML right. file and get root. <laughs> right. Good luck with that. Yeah, if somebody figures that out, though, I definitely want to know how. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be some serious shit if that ever happens. But, I mean, it's not possible, so whatever. But, like, that's... You asked me what was the... This is what you do, dude. You ask me something like, what's the most secure? And I'll say, static HTML. So you're like, good, no, I'll do it. And that you did. No, you did. I will. <laughs> I obviously know that static HTML is the most secure. No, you you said what? What CMS should I you use? And I was like, all right, if you want the most secure, go static. And you're like, yeah, you, great. You, you know this, anyways. 
There's and also then, one other thing about Lecter that's driving and me nuts. Then you added on Discus. And that I gave you shit about, definitely, because it's there's no point to using a static site if you use something dynamic like Discuss inline. It's not really mm-hmm. dynamic, though. It's I absolutely mean, it is, dynamic. It's entirely client-side. It's 100% it's, dynamic. But it's entirely client-side. Yeah, but you're still hosting the applet on your page. Yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you're still giving that frame access. Anyways, <sighs> so, like, you, you asked me about that, and I was like, that's bullshit. And then you you just lost your shit. Well, I'm still doing whiskey. That. That's fine. More power to you. And I'm probably going to use it because I'm going to make okay, it. Okay, great. I'm glad you're using stuff you make. That's Is that fantastic. why you brought this up? To just give a shit about it? Oh. Jeez. Oh. I should have not. We should have just ended early and I should have not asked if anybody. I'm pissed. Asked. I flipped so many fucking tables. <laughs> I'm in my bedroom. There's no tables to flip. Shut up. I'm in my bedroom. You shut There's up. two bedside tables. There's a desk. I flipped the dresser. <laughs> there is shit everywhere. I am just fucking going ape in here. You flipped the cat. Goddamn fucking flip the cat. <laughs> you flipped the cat? How Actually, the cat, the cat did something dude? really cute earlier. Do you want to hear about the what cat? Did, what did the cat do? No, we don't. Why would you flip We're coming cat? up on time, actually, but what Yeah, what so this is do? the last story. Okay. It puked on the floor. That's not cute. Nope, that part's not okay. cute. Okay. But it's not really its fault either. True. I mean, they're it's no, not. They, they're no. an animal. They can't help it. You know. Right. But what was cute is he was he was like sort of looking at it like he knew that I had to come clean it up or somebody did. But he was just like pawing next to it like he wanted to cover it up, <laughs> even though it was on the hardwood floor. Oh <laughs> really? Cats are so weird. All right. Well, they I are. think that's as good a point as any to yeah, end this, this absolute shit show. Awful. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I'm a little I, bit this disappointed. This episode's not even deserving of cowbell. I no. You know what? I feel like I feel like that <laughs> shitty cowbell track is the perfect intro track to this episode. I I, I agree. It fits it entirely. Okay. I agree. That cowbell song yes, fits means. the the entire tone of this entire episode. Yeah, I agree. All right, whatever. Well, this absolute fucking mess has been Cis Ministrivia. I'm Brent. I'm Jonathan. (laughs) And I'm Peyton. See you around.